Are you a real estate investor looking to sharpen your skills or a newbie looking to become one? You're in the right place. Welcome to Where Should I Invest? Real Estate Investing in Canada with your host, Sarah Larby. Hey, everybody, it's Sarah Larby here, and we have a special episode today with the one and only Dahlia Barsoom from Streetwise Mortgages. Dahlia, how are you? Very good, Sarah. How are you today? Good. I mean, there's lots of talk and there's lots of people that are stressed right now because of the current economy, the current state of interest rates, the cash flow has dwindled for many people's portfolios or even their, as homeowners. And I thought it would be relevant to bring you in, A, not because we definitely have an event coming up, but also to get some insight on what it is that you're seeing in real time, what investors are worried about, how you're helping them. Let's just talk through the, you know, the facts today. Yes. Yeah, so I'm going to focus on three buckets, Sarah, based on what I'm seeing here. Pain points, opportunities, and trends. These are the three buckets we're going to talk about. So in terms of, let's talk about the good things first. Okay. Mm -hmm. In terms of opportunities, I'm actually seeing investors pick up new deals, purchases. We're seeing people invest. I know there has been some worry about the declines and all of that, but those who are doing a buy and hold or adding a suite or have ways to increase the atrium of the property, they're actually stepping in and buying. So we're seeing a lot of purchases come our way. And if the numbers work, they work. So that's a good thing. The um, trends we're seeing are also relating to the use of different type of money right now. So we're seeing uh, more investors use commercial financing because with commercial financing under the CMC program, you know, you're getting extended amortizations, you're getting rates in the fours, where on the residential side, they are, you know, in the sixes and sevens right now. That's a trend that we're seeing and uh, utilizing more and more commercial money for five plus units. And then we're also seeing increased use of private money, believe it or not. Private money because qualification has gotten tougher on the traditional mm -hmm. side and investors are still looking for ways to continue to invest. And some investors, in fact, are using private money just to ride the wave right now. So they're just switching to an interest-only payment if the rates on private make sense for them to do such a thing to get some breathing room. So these are on the positive side of things. On the more challenging side of things, definitely tougher qualifications on the traditional mortgage side, taking longer to make things work. In some cases, you know, Clients who used to qualify with A lenders are not qualifying with B lenders. Obviously, my team and I leave stones unturned and we're always trying to find the best cost of money. Um, also pressure, right? Line of credit rates are up. Mortgage payments are up. Clients coming into renewal environments with higher rates. So they're feeling the hit. So obviously an impact on cash flow, an impact on budget, and uh, an increased pressure on that front. And clients are, are reaching to us for solutions. Yeah, I mean, look, there's good and bad in every market. We've been waiting, some of us, for a market where there was a lot less competition and the sellers were more motivated. Like I remember back in, it was like 2020, 2021, everyone's like, I can't find deals. Now there's deals. There are deals, <laughs> right? Now there's deals and there's a lot less competition than there was. However, a lot of people are feeling the pain. I do agree with you. You know, even my portfolio isn't cash flowing the way that it used to. Thankfully, I always looked at cash flow because, you know, many people were speculating back then and were like only banking on appreciation. And those people, unfortunately, are, you know, the ones that were already five, six, seven hundred dollars 
uh, negative cash flow at 2%, you know, that's a big increase in negative cash flow. But, you know, I think there's good and there's bad. And I think wealth gets created in times like these, right? In times where everybody is either waiting on the sidelines or getting out of the business or, you know, analysis paralysis. And there's going to be some people that will take the right strategic action and look at their current portfolios or their current situation and make the right moves. What are some of the things that you're seeing? Like, you know, give us some examples of people that you've helped recently, either with some really amazing deals that you're seeing or, you know, on the other side, restructuring some of the portfolio to create more cash flow. So in terms of deals, some amazing deals, here is an example, and I am personally utilizing this as we speak. Take a residential property, convert it to a five or a six units. Oh, you're sharing. I, I thought this was a secret. Hey, guys, listen, listen to this. This is a really good opportunity. Okay, guys. I'm like, I actually didn't think you. I didn't think you it's amazing. All right, let's do it. Let, let, let's, because, you know, truly, it's phenomenal opportunity if you know how to structure the deals and execute, right? So you take your residential property, you convert it to legal five units at least. And essentially, in that process, you're getting money to renovate or build and acquire the asset, and then you pay it off with CMHC money and you get fantastic amortizations and fantastic long-term values, especially if you are exiting with the MLI Select program and you're doing, let's say, a build or a renovation with energy efficiency in mind in some of the major markets. So again, in markets like this, where there is fear, there is still opportunity and the numbers, in fact, work well. That's one example of a strategy. Can, you give, us, can you give us some rough ideas of like purchase price, ARV, renos on like a one that maybe have got, has gone through your desk in the last little bit? Okay. An example, $1.4 million purchase, construction anywhere from, you know, a million and a half to two million. ARV is four to four and a half million. And once you, you acquire the asset with, let's say, 75% commercial loan, you renovate with anywhere from 75 to 100% also commercial rental loan and or repositioning loan. And then you exit with CNC under the MLI program. Your loan to value is 70, 75%, if not 80 at times. And the cash flow is $1,200. $1, Amazing. And these so are, and, and we won't say which markets, but I think we'll talk about it as we'll talk about our events. But you know, those are those like the numbers may seem high, but the profit is high and the upside is high. And I think that like based on some of the new zoning laws and requirements in some of the municipalities, this has now become as a very recently a new opportunity. Yes. And I'm, I'm, I'm using these numbers, uh, but this strategy is applicable in many markets, to your point, especially in markets where the city is, is allowing uh, high density. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So the MLI select, the CMHC option is, is a great opportunity, you know, once once the zoning checks out. So that's from an opportunity standpoint. I think there's a lot of, you know, merit to that. It's like a burr on steroids for 2023 onwards with these high interest rates, right? Yes, <laughs> so that's, that's, yes exactly. But that's a more advanced strategy. If you're looking for a turnkey, for example, I'm seeing rent to own deals come my way, right? And they're cash flowing, even at higher interest rates, they're still cash flowing. Because here's the thing, although the rates are up, right? The prices mm -hmm. are down. And can a buyer still qualify than paying a premium above and beyond your typical rent 
there is still cash flow. So I'm seeing also rent to own deals at cash flow. And you know what I like about just to go back about the burr on steroids or that, that five unit conversion piece is many of those units are not considered rent control. So, you know, if you're in a place where there is rent control in a province where there is rent control, there is that upside as well. But, you know, rent down another great strategy. Again, not strategy that I personally pick, but it's good to know that's still working. What about student rentals? Are you seeing any, anything interesting there? We still financing student rental deals and they're still cash flowing. Yeah, there's student rental has always been a strategy where you can fetch extra cash flow. And then there is a strategy that is called co-senior living. Mm. Some investors bring together seniors who are still, you know, able to live on their own. Uh, but I want to be part of, you know, a community where they don't want to go and live in a senior home. They don't want to uh, continue to live on their own. And they're renting by room at a higher premium compared to a student. And uh, they're better tenants. You know, what's really interesting. I was actually having this conversation with two investors. I kid you not. A couple of weeks ago, we were going through one of his properties. And it's like a little further up. And I'm like, this is exactly if I were to buy this, it's actually a property for sale. And I, I, I didn't buy it just because of the you know location of where it. But that's exactly what I was saying he should do with it is rented by a room, you know, get a nurse that could come, you know, try like somebody temporarily or maybe a, a nursing student or somebody that, you know, could just keep an eye on, on, on them. But I do agree the the cost or the rent per room will be higher and you can retrofit it. You can make it you know, more accessible. I think that like with all the baby boomers, you know, great suggestion, Dahlia, like, you know, that's going to be some upside. And, and I'd be curious to learn about how to finance that. Maybe we can talk about it when, when we have our event as well. That's coming sure. up. Sure. So as you can see, the media is all, you know, going crazy about the rates of the Bank of Canada and the real estate environment and the recession and all of that stuff. But here I am seeing opportunities. I am seeing momentum. Yes, absolutely. There are challenges. No question. But like you said, and this is a time to actually build your wealth. You're picking up better deals. The numbers work. The numbers work. And if you're not flipping or taking a high risk position, you're actually going to be in a good, in good shape. What about just to, to continue the, just to the end of that question before we get into our event discussion? You know, have you recently helped somebody reposition to, to get cash flow back? Yes. On this front here, we deal with debt as a tool, right? So we use restructuring strategies to help create breathing room. That's what we do. And in some cases, you know, we extend amortizations. In some cases, we may replace expensive debt with cheaper debt. In other cases, we may ask that, that the client to go to their bank and ask them for you know, to extend the amortization. Uh, in some cases, we may take uh, any available cash invested in a private mortgage that suits the client's risk appetite to generate extra cash flow so that they can offset and increase in payments somewhere else, things like that. So we use debt uh, strategies to help create breathing room or to generate income to offset, you know, a challenge of the portfolio. And sometimes, it makes sense to switch altogether from, you know, certain residential products to commercial. If I can group residential properties together and get the portfolio to debt cover, I can take that to a CMC and extend an amortization and get a lower rate, you know, on these connected properties. So yes, that's what we've been doing with clients. Yeah, absolutely. Some great insight too. And, you know, as we're talking, like rental strategies can also shift, right? I mean, we talked about 
mid we're going to be talking about more you know midterm rentals short-term rentals things that you could do from a student or you know retirement type of residence to to boost that along the way to to increase cash flow you talked about the debt restructuring you know looking at the portfolio as a whole and i think that there's you know there's many people that don't even realize sometimes you can take residential loans into commercial financing and sometimes it makes sense and sometimes it doesn't but you know there's so many tools out there that I think it's important for somebody, you know, like we don't know because we don't live and breathe it as much as you do in your team. Right. And so I think it's important to align ourselves with those that live and breathe and do this for a living and has seen files and files, you know, daily on on your desk where you've helped, you know, I would say thousands of investors across the country. Now you're pretty much in every province, I believe now. Correct. Yes. Most provinces. Yeah. Almost everyone. And, and on that note, Sarah, even some non-conventional ways to help, such as switching to an interest-only payment using a private loan. Mm-hmm. If a, there are the, Here's the thing. The private mortgages, first position in some cases, are at the same rates as B lender rates right now in some cases. And if you look at a principal and interest payment, it is higher than a principal-only payment. So this is not a solution for every client, but in some cases, it may make sense to actually take a private loan and create that breathing room, knowing that we can ride the cycle and come back to a B lender or an E lender, you know, in the future, because the rates are not going to stay here for the rest of our lives, right? There is an expectation that the rates will start to ease up sometime in 2024, Q3 of 2024. So. Definitely, there are ways on the debt restructuring side, but I am also getting, because this has become a common issue, you and I know, we started to say, okay, what else is available out there for beyond debt restructuring? And that's how you and I came up with this idea of putting together the cash flow recharge event to share the other strategies that can help clients. Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think it originally started as a webinar and you're like, no, let's just make it a big summit. Let's help everybody that we can across the country. Let's make it a two day thing. Bring a ton of great speakers that will provide content value. People that, ha- that have been around through, you know, a lot of the downturns in the past as well for many years. So who are some? OK, so we're so guys, here's the thing is we are excited. I guess we'll talk about it now and we'll get let the cat out of the bag. But we've got a two day summit on the 23rd and 24th of September. It is going to be online so that everybody across, no matter where they are, can participate. Everything will be recorded and, and accessible afterwards as well for, I think, a week or two, depending on what, uh, what option you get. But s- some of the speakers that you've reached out to, I mean, let's talk about some of them, because I think that like this is not your typical summit where you're hearing the same people speak on every, you know, every other platform. I think we've got some really special guests. Yes, we're going to talk about uh, the speakers uh, or the thought leaders very shortly, but let's quickly go over the buckets, I would say, of Mm -hmm. that we're going to cover. And uh, debt is one aspect, but Sarah, you know, we're going to look at existing portfolios and say, okay, what are some of the strategies to create more income out of existing portfolios? And then the other segment is going to be about what are, where are the opportunities to reduce expenses and optimize an existing portfolio? And we're going to talk about investing to generate cash flow. What are some of the things you can invest in in today's market, right, to generate cash flow? And then we've got some unconventional strategies that, you know, may, we all may have not thought about to help with the situation. And we've got 
finally, the topic on sale, if you absolutely have to sell, how can you keep most money in your pocket? So these are the themes and 18 thought leaders from the real estate industry. And you and I basically looked for, first of all, trusted, experienced individuals. So top of the list, we've got Rob McLester. He is uh, Canada's prominent rate analyst and columnist for the Globe and Mail. Rob literally breathes rates every single day. That's his expertise. And he spoke with the previous Bank of Canada governor and the insights that he brings to the table are phenomenal. He's going to talk about the rate environment, what you need to keep in mind, and where are the rates going. And then we've got investors with gray hair, who is what I call them, right? The gray hair panel. We've got Harry James, we've got Palkrate Frenzy, we've got Paul Heck. These are investors that live through cycles like this and not only survive, but thrive. So they're going to share with us their thoughts on what, what, all, what are their thoughts on what's happening right now? How, what, what are some of the things that they need to do differently, right? And then we've got an incredible lineup of other speakers covering all sorts of strategies and providing tactics that you can action uh, literally within the next 90 days. That's amazing. I mean, you know, we've got like, these are going to be two full days, right? Lots of different content, lots of different strategies. I'm excited about it. You know, where can people go to get themselves a ticket? Cashflowrecharge.ca. They can see the agenda, the speakers, what we're covering. And you and I know there is so much value in this that we are providing our personal guarantee yeah. that anyone who attends this event by the end of day one, they have not walked away with one or more ideas that will bring them five times their investment in this ticket. We are refunding the money. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's how confident we are that this is going to be like value like none other. You know, this is not a sales thing. No one's selling on stages. True value, true content. Like, that's what I like to support. I think you and I have a great reputation in the industry because we're, you know, we're there providing value and providing insights and helping others. And I think, you know, this is how we align, right, ourselves and how we bring in also people that are going to be speaking on stage because we know that they're going to bring a ton of value as well. But yeah, money back guaranteed if, you know, if you don't find it valuable. But I am confident that there is going to be just a ton of value. I'm excited. I'm excited for speakers that, you know, have like we don't see them on stage every month, you know, at at different events. So I think that's the exciting part as well. So for tickets, there is an early bird as well, which is up until the 10th of September. So you can take a look at that. If you want a code for the for my podcast, we will add that to the show notes and they get uh, 15% off as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 15%. 15% off and then the early bird, that's really, truly the best deal. So we'll add that into the show notes. Any final words, thoughts, things that you want to make sure that we add before we wrap up? No, I think this event really is going to give a lot of clarity, a lot of actionable tactics, and that will provide relief because we all are feeling some pain in one way or another, but we also all want to continue to grow. So I'm excited about this event. I'm excited about what we're going to cover and, and, you know, the fact that it's Canada-wide. Uh, so hopefully it reaches a lot of people who need, you know, direction right now. Absolutely applicable, whether you're in Victoria, 
Alberta, Edmonton, you know, or in the East Coast or Ontario or anything in between. So I think that's great. And I think it's also great. I just want to add that you like you now cover all of the different provinces. So you see the types of deals that are happening and the types of opportunities that there are, as well as helping investors, you know, really from coast to coast. So I'm excited about it, guys. I hope we see you on the on there as well. We're only doing this once. Okay, let me put it this way. We are only doing this event once. We're only able to get everybody in the same room, you know, like the same, you know, sister or online or however you say, I don't think we're using Zoom, but we're going to be using the online platform and we've got some great speakers. So I hope you guys tune in. If you have any questions about it or you want any more clarification, send me a message and I will do my best to answer. Or you can send Dahlia a message as well. If people do want to reach out to you, what is the best way to, to reach you, Dahlia? Info at streetwisemortgages.com. Amazing. All right. Well, guys, see you on the Saturday, 23rd of September and the 24th for an amazing event. Dahlia, thanks. Thanks for tuning in. You're welcome. Thanks so much for listening to Where Should I Invest with your host, Sarah Larvey. Make sure to listen in next time. We'll catch you on the next episode of Where Should I Invest.